for that, for all that you have promised, Lord God, knowing that you are able, willing, and fit to fulfill, Lord God. Even without our input or our help, Lord God. And right now, Lord God, as we are living and, and experiencing this holiday season, Lord God, where the world itself is on full alert and knowledge, or full awareness, Father God, of, you know, in a sense, of Christmas, Lord God. Not many or not all even understanding what Christmas is, but yet many celebrating the holiday. Lord God, we pray that your love expressed to us can bring forth and bring about a spirit of understanding even in a dark world, Lord God. In such a time as now. Lord, right now, just speak to our hearts by your word, Lord God. Encourage us, Lord God, that we may stand in the place, Lord God, that you have orchestrated for a time such as this. That the church can stand, Lord God. That the light of heaven may shine into a dark world, Lord God. And that Jesus Christ be lifted up. Yeah. Above all things, Lord God, that you be glorified. In the spirit of the world, Lord God, let it be torn down and terrified by truth. So we give you all praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Yeah, there, I just want to share real quickly with you and then Michelle will be very short but uh, straight to the point because we are definitely uh, in the holiday season and that uh, building is more probably the best or uh, more than, than ever. But there, the thing that, that God wants to just speak to our hearts today as we all are aware of what time it is uh, in this holiday uh, time. The, you know, the, the truth of the matter is, is that this has just been, that God just wants to speak to us just really shortly about, you know, what this time really means and what this time is really all about uh, in there. You know, uh, over just the last couple of weeks as it's been, you know, Thanksgiving and as we're approaching, you know, uh, Christmas, you know, I just, God just kept speaking to my heart and just reminding me, uh, and just saying to me over and over again is that, you know, it's showing me, you know, that the world, you know, that the world, not just the church, but even the world celebrates, you know, the this holiday called Christmas. You know, in there that many celebrate Christmas. Many celebrate Christmas, but not all believe in Christ. That's right. I was in the I stopped by AMPM last night. Uh, in there, and the girl that was checking out before me, she was, you know, talking to, uh, she was in a good holiday mood, apparently, and she was talking to the, the guy who was checking us out, and she asked him, you know, uh, do you celebrate Christmas? 
And he says, uh, and, I, and I don't know if he has to because he looks like he's from the Middle East or whatever, and he realizes that he may not uh, celebrate Christmas. But he said, yeah, I'll celebrate Christmas in there. And she said, we well, Merry Christmas, and walked out the door. But just right in that moment, it was again a reminder to me, you know, uh, and not him in particular, but it was just the idea was, because what I wanted to do was, uh, and not that we can do this, but to ask him, you know, after she had asked him, do you celebrate Christmas, I was going to ask him, do you know Christ? You know, in there, because you, you know, there's really no celebration of Christmas without knowing Christ. But yet many celebrate Christmas and don't know Christ. Something is twisted about that moment. Yes, yes. And, and, and we live in a time right now that many have uh, begun to uh, learn to celebrate the holiday called Christmas. And the foundation of the celebration is, is the, the opportunity to receive and exchange a gift. And so now this Christmas or this, this holiday that we, we refer to as Christmas ain't about Christ, but it's about an exchange or, or, or receiving or giving a gift. It has become about the material gift, you know, more than the gift giver. Yes. And see, and the thing about it is God is just wanting to remind us, and, and not just the world that can be caught up in this, but even us as the church, we can uh, uh, celebrate the holiday of Christmas, and if we ain't careful, we'll lose touch to what the real meaning uh, of this whole thing is all about. Because yeah. yes. we can get caught up in the giving of the gift, because some of us are givers. And then some of us are receivers, and we can get caught up in the festivities of receiving a gift and, 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 and miss the whole picture. Come on.
before, before Jesus was even conceived. You know, it tells us the story of how God began to reveal and roll out his plan of the Redeemer, our Savior, Jesus Christ. As he uh, rose up John the Baptist, the, the son of Elizabeth, which is Mary, the mother of Jesus' cousin. And then how he spoke of, to uh, Joseph, the, uh, the one that was to marry the mother of Jesus. Mary. Yes. The one that uh, would carry the Lord and Savior and birth him into this world. So verse 1 or chapter 1, it talks and it lays out the foundation of the story and then as you enter chapter 2, it begins then to speak that the time has come for Jesus to be born into the world. Now I want to pick up in verse 8 this morning. <coughs> as we all pretty much know the story, but just highlighting a couple of things in Luke chapter 2 verse 8 it reads like this. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night and behold the angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were greatly afraid. In verse 10, then it says, Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be with all men. Come on, somebody say all men. Do you have heard this before? But God wants to speak to us from a different place on today. It says, The angel of the Lord said to him, Do not be afraid, my friend, because what I bring to you today In the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying on an angel. And then in verse 13 it says, And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts. And suddenly with the angel there was a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. And see, we've heard this before, but do you really understand what is being said, my friend? The angel of the Lord comes and he uh, announces to shepherds in the field. It is, it, is, it is something that we need to understand about the shepherds. See, because for them to have this, the shepherds were the first ones to hear the testimony of Jesus being born. And, and if you understand the history uh, and how things worked back in them days, first and foremost, the shepherds were the, the low, like one of the lowest jobs known to man. The shepherds were actually 
uh, considered to be unclean. Because see, what they did is they was out in the fields messing with the animals, and the shepherds were not even, uh, at this time uh, in history, the shepherds were not even able or, uh, you know, they wouldn't even let the shepherds come into the temple to worship. See? They wouldn't be, it's like maybe in modern day times, just some people, you know, we, we just don't want to let it in the door. You, you, you don't come here come on, come on. to worship even God. Yo, in there, so it's interesting because one of the things that you want to understand is that God made the announcement through uh, that which no one wanted to accept. Number one. Think about it. Them being unclean, and not only just unclean, you know, uh, therefore they were not allowed to worship in the temple, like I said, neither were they allowed to testify in court because they were considered to be undesirable witnesses. See, here the shepherds were the law of the law. But yet this was how God decided to, you know, make his announcement of, of the greatest thing under the sun. See, God used what man refuses. Yes. See, God uses what man refuses. Yes. Some of us need to hear that because some of us in our lifetime we've been refused. A lot of things have been rejected. See, God used that which man rejects. Yes. And he did it from the very beginning. And the beautiful thing about that is that he, he used them to bring forth a message. The greatest message ever known to man. Well, the first greatest message ever known to mankind, and that is that Jesus. The, uh, the Christ, the Savior, and for these people, the Jewish people at this time, that was some awesome news. So as you know the story of the wise men, what they did is they, uh, excuse me, the, the shepherds, what they did is, uh, as you read a little bit further in verse 13, uh, 15, it says they immediately went out to go to, uh, to the city of David. The city of David was what? Was Bethlehem. That the Bible spoke of and prophesied back in, in, in the with the prophet Isaiah that, that, uh, that the, the Savior will be born in the city of David. The same city that David, the King David, was born in. Come on, somebody. Yes. You gotta know the story, and if you don't, then you gotta study it. Because this is one of the greatest things that ever could have happened to mankind. And so this is what we celebrate. So this is more than just about gifts. This is about an announcement. This is about uh, God bringing forth and manifesting in the earth. Yes. The beginning of His plan to, to redeem mankind. The, the beginning of His plan to, to get back that which He wants. Yeah. To do all. Uh, this is the, the, the message is, uh, is about Him, God getting back that which He desires. See, somebody, you need to know that, that, that God did what he did because he desired you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Jesus. You need to know your God. That God above all things, first and foremost, that he, he did this because he wanted to redeem mankind. He wanted to redeem you. And some of us need to make it personal. Yes. We need to understand it as personal. 
Because we can see, you know, we can see through our natural eyes, we see the success of men or, or somebody going, uh, seem to be going relatively well, and we can see how God may want to redeem them. But this is not about uh, how well, this is not seen or done through the natural eye. This is what is the good news, my friend. And the good news that was being announced here in verse 14, it says, glory to God in the highest. That the angels appeared, yo, know, uh, with, and then the heavenly host came. This is the thing that blows your mind in verse 13. It says, and suddenly, somebody say suddenly. There was a, uh, there with the angel, a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God. A multitude. So, see, and this is the part that we, we, we may miss if, if we ain't careful. That see, not only was this good news for us, but this was, there was an explosion in heaven, my friend. When, when you, and, and the explosion in heaven, the, the heavenly host that had to be praising God for what he was doing. They, it, it wasn't because of them. It had, they had to know something that we don't know, and God wants us to know. And that they, they had to know that there was a smile or something that came on God's face that made them begin to know that then God is, is excited about this. And if God's excited and allowed them to, to begin to praise him. That God Himself was, 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 must have been exuberated with a, a peace and a joy that, that the heavenly host began to praise God Almighty. If only praising God Almighty for about you and me, my friend. About you and me. They were praising God because he, because the manifestation of that which is eternal that came into mortality. That Jesus had been incarnated, which is the beginning, the, the manifestation of the beginning of, of redemption, the plan of redemption, my okay? friends. Amen. Because without the perfect, it never be the death, burial, or the resurrection. So the greatest news, the good news that came to me, that also came, you know, as the, it also first be glorified God. The good news that came to man that had to first glorify God. Then mm -hmm. that's why the heavenly host people, when they begin to praise God, what did they say first? Glory to God in our highest. And peace on earth. And goodwill towards all men. Do we understand what goodwill towards all men is? Is that this is the, the, the this is what has been laid out? Is that God's will, the goodness of God's will for mankind that has separated himself or been separated by sin by their own choice. That God has made a plan. God has made a way out of no way. And see, we have to, you would have to know that the heavenly host, that they, they, they had seen from the beginning the fall of man. And they not only have seen the fall of man, they had to see how that must have grieved God the Father with the fall of man. So with, with them knowing the grief that God, had, uh, that God must have felt, and they also knew the joy. 
But that's not good enough for fruit. Some of us say, I've got real wealth and, 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 and the things, you're doing good things. You know, doing duties is what he said. The duty of coming to church, the duty of being faithful, the duty of this, that, or whatever. Some of us they got real faithful in our duties either. And that's good. It's good that some of us that overcame some sin and that we really fight and struggle and striving for holiness. That's good. But it does not end there, my friend. See, because some of us right now, God says, well, while you've done very well in that, while you've done very well in your duties, He says, I need now to touch you, your attitude. I need now to, to be able to touch that which your, uh, your, your feelings in, in your emotions. Because some of us, you know, while we in order You know, our, when, when it comes to our emotions and our feelings, then they, they get hurt real easy. And that's not only do they, they get hurt real easy, so then we begin to hurt others with our words yes, and our attitudes. And we think nothing of it because we see, we, 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 you know, we overcame that out and say, I don't drink no more, I don't do this no more, I don't do that. And that's fact, I'm uh, um, faithful in my duties. So we never pay attention to the fact that we got, uh, you know, that our you know, it's messing us up with the world. That God has no place in our emotions and our, when it comes to our emotions and feelings, they, they take us where they want us to go. This is Satan's playground. So he don't play on the field of the outward sins no more because he knows he can't play with you there. You serious about that? He knows that he can't play with you and trying to mess up your faithfulness for your duties. So what Satan knows is, uh, not to mess with you there in the end. But guess what? He said there's another plan. Uh -huh. If you ain't paying so much attention to it, then I have to feel that uh -huh. on that plan. Uh -huh. I'm in charge of that plan. Uh -huh. And he'll just mess with our emotions and our feelings and we, we pray and we do all these things and God said, but, but we don't, we are not aware of the playground that he's taking control of. And God is saying today, I want you to understand that there, that I need you to, 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 to realize that you're, it ain't over yet. I need you to realize that you ain't finished yet. I need you to realize that there, there's more for you to pay attention. There's another field that Satan is trying to infiltrate and play on. And he said that real reality is going to come through an understanding that is related to even that the fact that the heavenly host how they praise God to the highest because they seen the grief of God being removed with a joy and a peace. Because God now has, has began to manifest that which he had already planned from the beginning. So it wasn't the plan, it was the manifestation. And there's a manifestation that God wants to do in some of our lives right now. That he's been planning from day one. Even before you were in your mother's home. That's it. Yes. God is saying today is the day of manifestation. And he needs you to recognize it just like the heavenly host. Yes. And that the heavenly host right now is ready to, to, joy, to, to praise God with joy. Yes. Because somebody 
it, 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 it is open to what God is saying. And they realize that the promises that God has made, that he is able to keep. And now they are what he's able yes. to keep them. Yes. But he needs a manifestation where we keep our promises. Are we willing to stand up in our parts? In our part, it, it, uh, it ain't what you can do, it's what you can surrender to. That he may do it. Yes. See, that's what the, what the dream was all about because instead of us, we know the promise that God has made, but instead of us surrendering to the promise that God made, we want to make the promise that God made. Don't you? We want to make the manifestation of it. This is what Abraham and I, uh, what Sarah enticed Abraham to, to, to do. Well, we know what God said, but we can't, how's it going to happen? <laughs> it's just we can't figure out, we know he said it, we just don't know how he planned to do it. But, uh, yeah, but so we can come up with a plan. Yes. But what about this? This will work. That's a plan. See, each and every one of us have that capability, and matter of fact, for some of us, this is what is if we didn't hurt very clearly what God has said, yeah. <laughs> but when we trust Him enough and wait on Him to make the manifestation, and, and this is a serious thing, you know, we ain't got much more time to go through all of this, but God, but the Spirit does. He's going to continue to work this. Yes. And the, the one part that He wants to work is, is, is us getting, the man, uh, coming up with the manifestation of God's promise. Meaning us getting in the way he did to do the work. Us trying to figure it out. And not only trying to figure it out, we, you know, it's one thing to, to try to figure it out, it's another thing to, to act on what you're trying to figure out. See, it was one thing for, for Sarah to, to, to say to Abraham, oh, we can get, you know, the, uh, our, our main servant, and, and you can lie to her, and then we can have a son. It was one thing to have the idea, it was another thing to act on. Amen. All right? God is saying that for, for men, not only we have the ideas, but we act on them. And God is saying that, no, I don't need you even to, to act on it. And I'm certainly, I don't even need you to have the idea. But I need you to do is seek me while I may be found. Amen. I need you to, to, to uh, deal with your feelings and your emotions. I need you to deal with your flesh. Bring it up under subjection. To what? The obedience. To obedience. Of what God is saying. Yes. And so if that obedience is for you to sit down and be still, then not let us not be like the 70-year-old young man or a young lady that, that, that had 10 pieces of candy. Let us not be like that, but let us sit down and be still because it's hard for the 70-year-old that had 10 pieces of candy to do what? To sit down. Before they go and they move around, they 
reason that we have any hope for eternity. Yes. Jesus is the reason, Lord God. That we can see tomorrow. Yes. So thank you today, Lord God. And let us experience Christmas. Let us experience Jesus being the reason every day. And let us be mindful and grateful and thankful every day, Lord God that we receive the greatest gift known today. Yes. Eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord awesome. and Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Just very simply said, my friend, that yo, every day that we live, because too many of us, I'm talking about, I ain't talking about the world now that celebrates Christmas, you know, in the gifts, but I'm talking about us, the church. Too many of us have celebrated this Christmas because of the gifts once a year. The gift that God has given us, we've celebrated, we took one day out of the year we're going to reserve to celebrate. And then, and, even, and, then, and, and the crazy part, even in that celebration, we didn't even make it about it. We made it about what gifts we was going to give and receive. Wow. Wow. That hurts. That ought to hurt every one of our hearts because it breaks God's heart. But then we really begin to understand, I'm talking about it, and then not only understand it, but to be grateful. See, because when we really understand the gift that has been given on that, that we celebrate this the representation of, 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 of Christmas and this holiday season, if we really understand it, then you can't, we, the day of the day that we wake up, then we won't be grateful or celebrate the gift that we've been given because we, we would know that we've been given it one day at a time. One day at a time. And the thing that we'll actually do when it comes to that one day a year that we actually uh, exchange gifts and we can give gifts in, it would mean the even the more. Because it certainly wouldn't be about the gift. And you didn't, we, 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 you didn't heard that all your life. Well, it ain't about the, the gift. And it ain't about the gift, but now you can put an understanding about why it ain't about the gift. And if you didn't, if you experiencing the gift single day because the gift we have every day, then truly, guess what? When it comes to the day to exchange gift, then you would say, it ain't no value in this, in this material gift I'm getting because I've experienced it for, uh, what is it, 365 days already. Prior to this day coming again. And I know what it is. I would know the real gift. And then that would actually let me take some pleasure in receiving the material. Because it wouldn't, well, I would receive more than anything, I would know the love that was provided in that gift. I would know the love that I, as I'm wrapping my gift to give to another. That it's not about what's in this box, it's about the love that's, that's being wrapped with it. Please, my friend, let us not let this opportunity pass us by that God is really going to explain to us what Christmas 
is all about. For real. For real. And the end of uh, it's got nothing to do with us, but it's got all to do with him. Amen. And as these children come out to bless us, then let us, you'll hear the songs. And these songs were written, even some 100 years ago. And you'll hear the words, but you'll hear them from uh, the same song that you heard every year. But you're going to hear from a different perspective, yes. Because this perspective that you're going to hear from is, is from the truth. It's that the gift that I've been given is life. Amen? Glory be God. Mr. Shield and uh, Willie, come and help me. We're going to move this over to the side, if we will. Oh, 
Testing, testing. Testing, testing. Testing, 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 testing. Let it 
brought him for a reason. Thank God for Jesus. Like he came down to be our teacher to, to show us how to love like that most high. You know, show us how to love, show us how to just walk in that and, and, and know that he loves us more than we can ever even love ourselves. That he is love, that God is love, that you know, that he is um, you know, our everything. So, you know, it starts here. And and we are here today to just um, remind the kids that even that they know that um, without Jesus, man, I mean, they were lost, if I'm not mistaken. You know, so um, glory be to God for his son because, um, man, so so we're just glad to, to have done what we did today. They understand that it's not about them. It's not about me. It's not about no none of us. You know, it's about the most high. And they understand that. We've talked about it. And we're going to continue to, to do God's work and, and do what he um, is calling us to do with the children in the back, that they may know God, that they may know Jesus, the son, that yes. they may, um, you know, know that there is love, um, unconditional love that, that man cannot give. So, uh, glory be to God for that. And, and we're excited to to show you guys what's going on back there and ooh, I'm so excited because you know <laughs> man I'm excited and I know the kids are um, definitely um, definitely ready and we're gonna move on and, and we got something else coming you know for the next one so you know just be ready <laughs> and we need help we need help um, let's be clear on that we need help you know um, this is what we have for now and, and um, with the kids and we're going to do what we're going to do but we need you guys as well we need the parents you know we're going to like I told some of the parents we're going to stay connected you know it's not just going to be on Sundays that we're going to be communicating with the kids you know we talked about that we'll be reaching out to you know uh, the parents and staying connected with the kids and making sure they're you know doing what they're supposed to be doing you know and, and that we love them and that we're here and we're praying for them and and just everything you know and we need you guys to, to help us uh, through the process you know we all need each other like the song said and, and we can't do it without one another so i'm thankful for you guys we're thankful for you guys we're thankful for the children and we just love god Amen. And then everybody else is going to get a chocolate as well. There we go. Thank you. You can give me a chocolate.
Okay. Uh. Offering. Offering.
will have the opportunity to receive gifts and give gifts. But this is really about Jesus being born and that God gave his son. And this is about something more bigger than that, the natural uh, experience of, of the holiday. But this is this, this is the eternal experience that, that and we cannot miss that Amen. So as we uh, you know take this time over these next few days and we spend it with our family and our friends uh, in there, let that be the heart set of each and every one of us. Because that heart set right there will truly allow us to be able to love one another the way Christ wants us to love one another and for us to be thankful and grateful for all that we have uh, above our city. Not just what we did, but all that we actually have. Thank you. Thank you. Glory to God. So it, it is important. And some of you guys are going to get some good gifts. You know, there's no doubt about that. But let that, we don't want that to ever take precedence of or, or, or be above the gift. And the gift we know that is, that is Jesus Christ. The Savior of the world. Amen. And I just love this the kids and sing it. You know, and, and if we know that, then we got to do this what that second song said. Go tell it on the Because if we really know it, then we're going to go and tell it. You know, that Jesus Christ is born. You know, that was a big, uh, you know, it, it, these people didn't truly understand the whole dynamic of it because. For the Jewish people, this had been prophesied, they hadn't expected it, but what they were expecting uh, in their own sense was the Savior, the Messiah come that was going to rescue them from the tyranny that they were under under the Roman Empire. That it was going to set them free from the Roman Empire that they were in bondage to. Isn't it? And so, if you ever, you know, that would be just like, you know, 200 and some odd years ago when men. Uh, black people was enslaved, and, and, and the freedom comes in that that's a joyous day when you release out of the freedom. And that's what they were expecting. But we know that this was bigger than that. It was more than the Jews being uh, freed from the Romans. It was about the Gentiles being grafted in, and, and, and this was about the world being saved. So they never got free from the tyranny of Rome in that hour anyway. You know, but this was a, this is a much more than that. It's, and this, you know, if we understand that this is the dynamic of being a Christian, that we go and tell it on that we go and tell somebody, because that's the greatest news known to mankind that Jesus was born. Because it took him being born in order again for the the, the the second part of the manifestation or the completion of the plan of redemption which is the death, burial, and resurrection, which we'll be celebrating here in a few months. The resurrection of Jesus Christ. You know, in there. But we have to, with that being understood, you can see the excitement. And this is what we have to be excited about in a time such as this is it. You know, that we can go and shout to the Lord now that Jesus is born. The Savior of the world yes. is born. That's what we celebrate, that the Savior of the world is born. Is Savior, born. Yes. Amen. So that's what this is all about, and let us not forget that. Amen. Let us stand as we are close our
the name of Jesus, for we magnify the Lord by the person. Just thank you, Lord, for again, just the reality that you continue, or the revelation that you continue to make a reality for us. Jesus, the Savior of the world, is born. The proverbial of our first child's birthday is important. Our birthday is important to us. But how important is the birthday of the Savior of the world, of oh God? And that day, and him being born, and how the shepherds went to see him, and how the wise men went to see him, and the people, uh, as they, it was being revealed, wanted to see the birth, that boy that was birthed as the Savior, the Christ, the Messiah, the Redeemer of the world. So we thank you right now, Lord God, for your love. Protect us, keep us, Lord God, so as we leave this place from now, from your presence, let your Holy Spirit be God and keep us. In Jesus' name we pray. So what I said to one, I said to one, I said to all, I said to all, watch, watch, pray, pray, and be led by the Spirit. Give some.